I had a crazy busy week at my day job and didn't have much time for researching or writing or anything really. So we're going to change things up. I've got my husband guest hosting with me today. Say hi. Hello everyone. Uh, thanks for having me on here, Andrea. And because we are parents recording after bedtime, you might hear an extra bonus at the end of buggy snoring. We all have bad habits that make us seem just a little less human sometimes. Join me, Andrea, and today Jerry, in taking a look at the gross, annoying, and sometimes downright dangerous things we all do on How to Be Human. I try not to judge other people's parenting techniques. It's not like we're on our way to winning Parents of the Year awards or anything. There's plenty of things that we get wrong with Buggy, right? Oh, uh, plenty of things, yes. There are some things, though, that other parents do that really irk me. One of those is people ignoring their kids. Now, I'm not talking about intentionally ignoring attention-seeking behavior and acknowledging good behavior. I'm talking about parents that just ignore their kids in general. You know, those parents that somehow don't notice their kids screaming in public or running around like they've lost their minds. Or those parents who just ignore everything their kids do, good or bad. I get it. Parenting is tough. We only have the one, and having more, especially close in age, has to be exponentially harder. But as parents, our number one job has to be raising them to be good humans. I mean, that's pretty much how this podcast got its name. I'm always telling Buggy to be a good human, a kind human, an intelligent human, etc. Like, don't squish the cat, you need to be a kind human. Whether we mean it to be or not, everything we do or say is a lesson to them. Kids learn about what's socially acceptable through our actions and our inactions. Okay, so squish the cat. Where, where did that happen? Well, she wasn't really trying to squish the cat. She was loving peaches a little aggressively. Just a little tough cuddling. Okay. Kids aren't born bad. They misbehave for reasons. They don't have the words to express themselves. Their feelings are too big, etc. Sometimes, though, kids act up because the adults in their lives aren't being a part of their lives. So let me um, interject one thing there. So you're right on a lot of things there. And the, one of the things that we kind of see that I have seen a lot of, and I, I work retail, so I, I, I work a lot with the public. And, you know, I work in a lot of stores that are, you know, family-oriented. Uh, and one thing I've noticed is there are some families where the children are treated as, like, an inconvenience. As in, like, you know, you're you're just an extra wheel that I did not want to want or take care of. And there's a, they get that treatment. And you can only feel sorry for the child, you know, it's like, you know, I, you know, I, I wish I could give you more than what you're getting. I could tell way that you that you interact with your child, that your child is an inconvenience. You're not really part of their lives. I mean, there was a time when I had a father come in, you know, and I'm a kid at heart. And so I always try to do a lot of kid things with my, with my, with Buggy because, you know, I, I, I can relate. 
had a father figure come in one day and he was talking about the movie Frozen, how he just could not wait to get out of that movie because he just could not tolerate being in that movie with his children. And I thought that was the most horribly shocking thing to hear from a parent. Well, you know, we all have moments with our kids like the 37th time that I had to watch Spirit, the Christmas edition this weekend that we want to say, you know what, enough is enough. But kids are kids. That's how they learn through repetition and through experiencing new things like the movie Frozen for the first time. Yeah, and I mean, just kids are not inconvenience. They should be the most important things in your lives. And, you know, we should ignore them, you know. And, yeah, sometimes we have to, you know, come down to their level, act their age, win around them. Because that's how they really uh, will pick up and grow with you. Parents not being involved with their kids isn't really a new thing either. We grew up with a generation of latchkey kids taking care of ourselves after school while single parents or both parents worked. And generations before where dads worked and mom sent kids outside to play from breakfast to dinner so she could keep house. But our parents and their parents and their parents going back throughout human history gave us boundaries and taught us what is socially acceptable when in public. Now, what's considered socially acceptable changes from generation to generation and place to place. If we went back 100 or even 50 years, we would be totally be making fools of ourselves. But what hasn't changed is it's not okay to let your kids run around stores and restaurants screaming like tiny maniacs. Like a couple of weeks ago when we were at Chipotle, the parents that just kept eating and talking while their kids were playing tag or whatever other obnoxious thing they were doing. And between your work schedule and my work schedule, we don't get a lot of opportunities for family outings and listening to other people's kids makes it unpleasant. Just because the restaurant's relatively empty doesn't make it okay for kids to run around. It creates a hazard for the employees, the other patrons, and for the kids. Back when I used to work at Lowe's, we had kids running around the store a lot. Just think about how dangerous that is. People carrying heavy items, pushing carts around corners that they can't even see that there's anyone running around power equipment driving around. All the safety measures were to keep the store from being liable if there was an accident, not necessarily for keeping people's kids safe. Same goes for any other business, really. Keeping everybody safe is more a pleasant side effect of them avoiding big payouts for accidents. My point is, it's your responsibility for keeping your kids safe. I'm totally... Uh... I agree with that. Again, in my 20 years of retail, as um, you see a lot of this, and sometimes you know you you want to interject, say, "Hey, you know, uh, don't you know, like kids park, please, please don't climb on that because you can hurt yourself." And the parent, you know, oh, oh, okay, oh yeah, I, I got it. Like you know, they respond after the fact, even though the parent clearly sees. It happening <laughs> and you hate you know i don't want to tell a parent how to parent but you know hey you know that is dangerous you know and so you try to probably tell the kid hey can you not climb on that please oh okay and the parent kicks in and says oh yeah yeah don't do that i've actually had some parents that 
gave me the stink eye when I ask them to watch their kid or I even tell their kid not to climb on things or run around because it's dangerous. That really, really bothers me. Agreed. I mean, and again, I'm being an embarrassment. I, if any of it actually does happen, it's that's on me, you know. And so, if I have to inject to say, "Hey, don't do that," then I'm going to do that, of course, to for the interests of their the customer and their children, and the interests of my interests on the company. But you know, we do see a lot of uh, these, you know, uh, parents who just will will. To guess, choose not to see the incorrect behavior happening. You know, not set those boundaries you're talking about. You know, I know when I when I was growing up, uh, when we ever entered into a public public place, my mom would always say, "Look with your eyes, not with your hands. Don't run around. You know, don't touch this. You know, stay with me." And there was a time where you know I disobeyed that, and I knocked over a display. And I'll tell you that uh, after that. Um, that uh that incident i learned a lesson that day and you know it was a uh, you know grounding you know it was some punishment happening you know where my mom went and taught me hey we don't run around in stores you because what you did you knocked over someone's display and i told you not to do that and you know there's preca- precautions etc being overly controlling with kids isn't good either whether it's helicopter parenting tiger parenting or any other controlling style of parenting It doesn't allow kids to learn to think and make decisions for themselves. At some point, mommy and daddy won't be around to tell their kids what to do. We've all heard stories about the kid whose mom doesn't allow sweets going crazy with cake and candy at a birthday party because no one is monitoring every bite they eat. Or the college kid who majors in partying because it's their first taste of freedom. In my opinion, what's even worse than letting your kid misbehave is not paying attention to your kids in general. Child neglect isn't just not physically caring for your kids. It's also not caring for their mental or emotional well-being. Emotionally neglecting kids, meaning not acknowledging or dismissing their feelings, has negative short and long-term effects. Depression, anxiety, apathy, failure to thrive, hyperactivity, aggression, development, developmental delays, low self-esteem, substance abuse, withdrawal from friends and activities, avoiding emotional closeness, they're all effects of telling kids that their feelings don't matter. We all have strong feelings about things that seem unimportant to other people. Why then are those feelings more or less valid just because of age? Kids that were emotionally neglected eventually become adults. If they never learn to deal with their feelings growing up, they end up being adults that don't know how to deal with their feelings. PTSD, depression, emotional unavailability, eating disorders, shunning intimacy, feeling flawed, feeling empty, poor self-discipline, guilt and shame, anger and aggression, difficulty trusting others are all common effects of adults who were emotionally neglected as children. Even worse is adults who are emotionally neglected as children become parents who emotionally neglect their children. We've had generations of parents teaching boys to toughen up and teaching girls to just smile, suppressing their feelings for the benefit of others. The thing is, we generally don't realize this is hurting our kids. It's just the way things are done. 
Now, according to various studies, people don't even realize the negative outcomes in themselves because it's neither intentionally hurtful or as overt as being physically abused. I'm not saying it's abuse, though, but it is harmful. We live in a time with virtually unlimited access to therapy, books, and information to help heal ourselves and raise our children to be better than we are. And parenting is the toughest job I've ever had. It's finding balance in every word and action 24-7 for the rest of my life. There's no one right way to do it. And we're all definitely going to make mistakes. What we should all be aiming for, though, is physically and emotionally healthy humans with the ability to make good choices on their own. And like I said before, I'm not a parenting expert. I thought I was done with my writing got Buggy a bowl of cereal, which she dropped as soon as I handed it to her. There was crying and screaming over what, to me, was a small accident. I made the mistake of telling her it was not a big deal. She didn't need to cry over a little spilled cereal. After I walked away to get her more, I realized my mistake. I asked her if it scared her, made her mad, or made her sad. I gave her the words to talk about what she felt. She said it made her sad. That gave me the opportunity to calmly talk to her about how easily the situation could be fixed. We cleaned the mess together and both learned something valuable. So, um, Andre, I just, you know, one thing I would like to kind of end this podcast with is, um, you know, we're not perfect. We're all learning this together. Me, me, Vince is my first, our first kid. Um, we're, we're having to learn, but we're having to learn to give the, to give the, the child time to communicate with you. You know, you got to come down to their level sometime and listen to them, uh, and help them understand their feelings, help understand what they're feeling so that they, they can develop those feelings and communicate them the proper way. So, you know, if, you know, we all get angry, we all get mad, we all get sad. But, you know, in a little one's mind, do they know what those feelings mean? And I would just say it's, it's good to come down to their level and talk it over with them so that they can understand what those feelings are and how they can work through those feelings as part of their development. You know, there's times that, you know, Buggy has done things that would have made me mad, but she doesn't know better. So sometimes I just need to like pause. Hey, well, this is a learning activity. This was, well, you know, this was not the right thing to do. This here's why. You know, I always say in you know management, when you're gonna coach, you got to communicate you know the why behind it before you can fix the problem. So you know this is why this is wrong, or this is why this happened, and then let's find a solution around it. So you know, listen, take part of their lives. Um, be there to set the boundaries like you said and be there every step of the way I think Daniel Tiger has actually been really helpful to me and Buggy if you've got a toddler and you're trying to figure out yourself how to talk to them about emotions or even if you just want to watch it on your own and you don't have a toddler I really recommend checking it out Links to the articles I used will be posted on howtobehuman.me. 
Subscribe, rate, and share to help other people find this podcast. And don't forget, your word of mouth is invaluable. If you'd like to support the content of How to Be Human, you can make a recurring monthly donation starting at $1 at patreon.com forward slash htbhuman or a one-time donation by PayPal or Bitcoin at howtobehuman.me. And remember, I'm not an expert on anything. All opinions on this podcast are my own and do not reflect to those of anyone else throughout space and time unless specifically stated.